have with me Kim Dennett. She is from the UK and she's a blues and rock vocalist. And I got to kind of know about her through Colin Bulger, who is from Clonmel and he's in a band called Zora. Um, and he had kind of told me about your music and stuff. And I checked you out and I've been following you online since. And during the summer, um, she really made the most of lockdown. I'm going to let her tell you about that. <laughs> Are you good to go? Do you want to like maybe, maybe tell people a little bit about yourself and? Yeah, gosh. So like, I mean, we've all had to kind of adapt through lockdown, I suppose. Um, and it's been a bit of a, a rubbish time for the musicians. Um, but I thought like I can either let this get me down and sit around going, I can't gig anymore, or I can just try and make it work. Like you have with the, the podcasting and the teaching mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, so I started doing like live stream gigs every Sunday, called it live stream Sunday. Um, yeah. and yeah, they, they went down really well. Um, just doing like covers and chatting to people. Um, I also set up like a, a Patreon so I can connect with my fans through there as well, which has been, it's been really, really good, really handy to kind of keep things going and, and keep me sane. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you've done such a good job at keeping going because like I know just from like following your Instagram story and stuff that like you really live off performing and music so it must have been a big hit not to be able to do that anymore you know mm-hmm. and I watched you kind of through your journey with the live streams you know when you were kind of start trying to figure out the technical difficulties you know getting <laughs> it's not just as easy as, as just going live sometimes because I mean I'm just going I have a really simple setup with this but like if for you had like you were working through a DAW and you had to learn how to set that all up and get it to work and to to be compatible with Facebook and you know you had to sort your mic out and there was so many things and you just you just kept going until you had it right and it re- you really developed a big following actually there was usually two or three hundred people watching your your live streams as, as the ones I watched anyway there was definitely that many watching yeah I mean like it was I, I like having something to challenge me so it was really good. Like I had something to do and get my, my teeth stuck into, really. So I loved learning all the software. It was stressful at times. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I was like nearly, oh, <laughs> 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 you should say like that, nearly threw my laptop out the window. Because um, <laughs> it's a lot like, and there's a lot of like coding and things you have to do. And I was like, oh, this is like, this is not what I'm good at. But then it makes you good at it when you just are kind of forced into doing something you wouldn't you wouldn't usually do um so yeah I think I've got like quite a good quite a good setup now I'm quite happy with it but then there's still other things I'm like oh I can do this now I can add this mm-hmm. which is really exciting um but I have been away for a couple of weeks so um I'm looking forward to kind of getting back to it and doing a few more while we're in the last couple of weeks of, of lockdown here really so yeah I, I feel like um you're a great example of a person to to just do it I feel like we often like hold back from from starting something because we like think, oh God, it seems like such a mountain to climb. But yeah. you've just kind of done it. You've just forced yourself to do it, even when you know when things went wrong with the equipment and stuff, which wasn't a lot really. It was just like a few little <laughs> issues and stuff. Yeah. And now you're already thinking like, how can I build on that? I think that's a really good thing to pe- for people to learn from is like you can start off really basic and then build on it from there and make it better from there. Like it doesn't have to be this like you know full production thing straight away you can like build up on it yeah I mean we were both talking before we started just you started on Instagram live Mm -hmm. um and I just started my first Facebook live was just on my phone Mm -hmm. Um, and then I was like ah I could do it like this and then you find out how to to build it up and I suppose we've all had like all the time in the world to 
to learn a new skill so I thought I might as well kind of push it into something that I think is going to be really like useful for the future I think a lot of people are going to be live streaming more and doing more things through the internet like mm-hmm. over this lockdown I think it's just shown like how important like this is and how we can use it in like a, a, a good way to, to connect with people um it's, it's been amazing like I don't know what I would have done to be honest without um, mm. <laughs> without having the the live streams or and things like this like mm. you know, we wouldn't usually have gotten to to chat like this yeah um, exactly yeah it's, yeah it's really awesome it's re- really good I've like collabed with people that I would never usually have gotten to collab with and um it's actually been like you know I mean it's been rubbish because I've not been able to gig but it's been a good time to kind of take a step back and, mm. and build on skills and things like that um and it'd be yeah. like they like you know I haven't had them times where I'm staring at a wall thinking like oh this is awful I know like, um I think we all have but like musicians like creatives this is this is what we do exactly we have to be creative and like just keep on evolving until Mm -hmm. you know that that's how the human race has survived we've evolved and that's how musicians survive and how everyone else should survive yeah literally so I was just going I was just thinking about like the live streams and like in the live streams you did a mixture of covers and you threw in a few originals as well at times Mm -hmm. and you covered lots of different genres um I know you Firstly, as a blues and rock uh, musician, I think the first uh, music I heard you in was in your band Voodoo Blood. And oh. now you've kind of gone on to, to like do other projects. You were working with Mike Gray for a while. And then I loved your Pisces cover. I was like, oh, well <laughs> impressed with that. It's like, she's like the the, the kind of pinnacle of a female rock vocalist, isn't she? It's like, so yeah, it was really cool, like... <laughs> really cool to see you, see you um, doing her songs. Just yeah. so where where do you see yourself going with your musical style so obviously you're able to sing all different genres but you've obviously trained in in specific um rock vocals you know did you train in college were you in college did you study in college or um yeah I did like performing arts in college actually um and <laughs> to be honest I was kind of like hanging around with a lot of people who didn't think it was very cool that I was doing like the performing arts mm-hmm. bit we all kind of got picked on a bit and I was like oh mm-hmm. I'm not sure about this and I enjoyed the music side of it more so I went on to do um yeah like a music course in college um and then I found like uh blues and rock and roll we had to do a project on like the like music from mm-hmm. and that's when I really like fell in love with it um then I went to uni wow. and I did did music in uni as well did songwriting at BIM the it's oh yeah it's such a tongue twister the British Institute of Modern Music. There we go. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> you nailed it. Yeah. I actually went to BIM for a year myself. I just did the songwriting oh, diploma. Where did you go to? Which one? I went to the one in Dublin. Oh yeah, brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. No, it was really good. I think um like you, I had a situation where I had a band and then the band kind of finished and I didn't know what to do with myself. So mm-hmm. I was like I kinda wanted to go and do something to just get my confidence back on my own and I feel like you've kind of been on a similar journey. Yeah, literally. You've literally. kind of come into your own over the last year or two. Yeah, like I was kind of working under with, with Voodoo Blood and under mm-hmm. a band name and then um, kind of like through the Mike Gray stuff, we wanted to push it more as like Kim Kim Janet as, a, mm-hmm. as the brand name. Um, and I guess now like lockdowns happened and um, that kind of, it, that sort of side of things is finished. Um it's pushed me to want to write like my own music because Mike was the the songwriter in that project. Mm. 
Um, so I've been writing a lot. Like I want to do more pop stuff, to be honest. Like that's really, what, that's so interesting. That's what I listen to. I love. Like I'm obsessed with Miley Cyrus and yeah, like she's like so Gaga. big right now. <laughs> like, have you heard the new album that she she just brought out? The other I day? haven't heard all of it, but I've heard a couple of songs on it. Um, actually, one of the guys in college, his name is Lloyd. Um, he um, I can't even remember the name of the song now. Um, it's not Midnight Sky. There's a different one, but it's off that album. Yeah. Um, he's we're doing it as a cover, like as one of our our project songs. But yeah, yeah. I was like, kind of, oh, she has a new album, and oh, she's kind of making a comeback again. Like, yeah. It's and like then I saw your cover. You did a cover. Then you released a cover like recently enough, right? Yeah, yeah. The um, it was like the the heavy version of um, of Midnight Sky. Um, uh, we did it for like, have you heard of like Slate plugins? The um, they they do like mics <clears throat> and things, and they're quite a big company. So okay. Um, they they asked us to do this cover to promote the mics um, awesome yeah which was really cool um and it, it yeah they, they sound great the mics were amazing um but yeah we we did that and then we thought actually we've we've kind of got something going here we could mm. definitely start like a, an original project from it yeah so that's so cool yeah we're, we're I love how that just happens you know you just stumble into a a lineup and you're like you know let's do something else let's not let it end yeah, I think sometimes like the best things like that are kind of not forced, you know, when you're not like trying to force something and mm-hmm. you kind of just fall into working with the right people. I think it, it just slots in sometimes. So Because mm, like yeah. looking for new band members can be very difficult to like to find the right person with the right musical um, um, inspirations and someone who kind of fits in with you personally as well, who kind of matches your vibe, you know, so it's like yeah. it can be it can be hard. Because you've got to be able to get on with these people, you know, and share a van or a tour bus with them for months and things if you're going to be gigging. So you've got to yeah. be able to to click with each other, I think, on a personal level, too. And I think that, like, it comes across when you've got charisma with people, like, when mm. you're on stage with them. So it's really nice when you find people that you click with. It's like, ah, oh, this is amazing. So, yeah, it's, yeah. it's really great to work with the guys. Um, and I've worked with Ben before. Um, Ben's the, the drummer and he mixed it all. Okay, um, yeah. Amazing producer, amazing producer. Um, but he produced a lot of the stuff um that I worked on with Mike. So okay, he right. a lot of that. Um So he's familiar with your voice and kind of how you work and stuff as well, which kind of makes things a bit easier in the studio too. Yeah, it was probably one of the easiest studio sessions I've ever mm-hmm. done. I just finished my McDonald's and I went up <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh, we're recording now. He was like, Yeah, yeah. And we did like, you know, a couple of takes on each and it was it was done and it, it sounds great. Like Yeah, it, it, it was really, really good. Um, did you like train to learn how to sing like that? Um, with all the distortion and growl and everything, or did you just kind of figure it out yourself? Um I think it was probably like I, I didn't know I didn't I've never had like any training training mm-hmm. like I, you know I look up a lot of videos on YouTube and things mm-hmm. to be honest um on how to growl um and scream but to, <laughs> I think it just comes from like my inner demons to be honest and my wow. um, <laughs> I channel it all into into the music and all of my emotions come out and it sounds like that apparently so <laughs> yeah it's really impressive you know I, I feel like it's a type of um a style of singing that you know you don't want to you don't you'd be afraid to try it in case you blow your voice out it kind of sounds very abrasive but yeah. it works for what you're doing you know I think it's it's definitely um I love when you know when people scream in a band but there's like melodic parts as well like I wouldn't be into like bands that scream constantly but mm-hmm. it's nice when there's a mixture I think it's why I like ginger so much 
Ginger amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's like that yin and yang. You've got like mm-hmm. the, the really heavy side and then you've got the nice melodic side of stuff, which is what we want to do with this project that I'm working on at the minute. Um, it's going to be kind of like really poppy choruses, but with some screaming and really heavy guitars. So I think, mm. um, yeah, I think it's I'm really cool. forward to hearing that. I love stuff like that. There's a band called um, Sorodic. I, I don't know how to pronounce the name. Um, mm. Sorodic Pink? Something like that. They've got a really yeah. weird name, but they're um, so did pink. They're amazing. Sorted pink, yeah. yeah. Never heard of them actually. They're they're brilliant. They're really good. They used to be called Destiny Potato, but they're, they're <laughs> I'm so glad they changed the name. <laughs> I thought it was a great name. <laughs> did you? <laughs> oh God. Um. So, tell us a little bit about then. Um was it the whole journey through doing the live streams that made you want to go back into the pop side of things was that how you ended up there or was it kind of something you always wanted to go back to yeah I mean I've always like even since um I was in voodoo blood I've wanted to do pop things and it's weird like we've always just in union things you get put in a in a room with people with musicians mm. and it's all quite organic and I'd never really sat down um and looked at like the producing side of stuff which is, I guess, like how you would write pop songs more. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, you know, wrote, wrote a few things on my guitar, but it was since, like, we got locked down and I was kind of, like, forced in front of my laptop. I was like, right, okay, I'm going to learn the software. Um, and I started to write more more pop sort of stuff. Um, like, I, I've not released any of it yet. I'm trying yeah. to get, like, a, a good few songs together before I, I release any of it. And uh, are your Patreons getting a sneak preview of any of it? <laughs> they, they will be yeah they'll yeah. be a, a sneak preview before anyone else um so but yeah tell me about patreon oh patreon's brilliant patreon has been amazing um yeah. have you ever have you have you looked at it at all do you know how it works or? i have an account but i've never used it or anything because i'm not really producing enough content or anything to to like do that yet but i my boyfriend's in a band he thought about doing it as well you know and I was like I have to ask her about it and see how it's going because it seems to be going really well I know a few other Irish people now who are on to it since the lockdown I think um, I don't know if they were on it before um but it seems like a really good way if you're if you're quite um um what's the word productive and that you're releasing a lot of content and you kind of have to be proactive about it yeah I think it like it pushes me to be more proactive as well yeah thinking right I need to make some content now to mm-hmm. put on my Patreon so it's pushed me to do more uh, as well which has been good but once like gigs kick off again and stuff as well like I feel like I'll be able to put even more interesting rewards and things on like you know you can put up meet and greets and things like that so yeah it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a really good thing to to get into and you can I feel like you can connect with the, the fans better mm. as well because um, they can like directly message you yeah um, it seems like a and um, what kind of things would you be, what kind of content are you making for Patreon? Um, I mean, I've done all sorts, really. I tried to mm-hmm. do like a, um, a couple of warm-up videos on like how I warm up for performances. Um, I do like a, a live soundtrack before every live stream as well, where I, I chat to all my Patreons on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I also do like discounts on merchandise um, and I'll do some special merchandise that I just put up on Patreon. Um and then like you know behind the scenes clips like that um I've been doing covers as well like just for Patreon that I've been mm. for 
um and then like i'll i'll sneak preview songs and things or if i find some songs that i've got like in my repertoire that i've never released which for some reason there's quite a few of them i've I've popped them on uh on patreon so it's, it's all just little little things like that um and that's great um, yeah little you know questionnaires and things like that I seen you like doing some like drawing and stuff as well which was quite cool <laughs> yeah yeah was, I've um I've given away some of my drawings to my patreon as well like I'm not very good like I can't draw really I'm not an artist I thought they were good you know it's your style like you have a style that's your thing so my I think it makes it more special for your sorry go ahead um, my parents are artists so like oh, no way. they make me feel really rubbish at it because they're so good at it <laughs> wow no way that's been yeah. uh, have they are they like professional artists like or is it kind of more of a hobby or yeah yeah they um I mean they both work on like video games for a living they do like wow. video games so they're they're good at what they do um wow. and my dad's a comic book artist as well if there's anyone watching that wants to check him out he's called Stuart Janet um he's got this comic book out called Kronos Commandos and it's it's really cool it's about wow that's like, so interesting yeah <laughs> it is cool did you ever, you know, I think you need to commission him to do like the Kim Janet comic. Yeah, that would <laughs> be so, so cool. cool. That would Wouldn't be so like, cool. that, that would be your Patreon fans would like pay out the door for. That's a good, yeah, give me my idea. Yeah, that's a well good idea. I love stuff like with, um, with Voodoo Blood, I created like a, a character mm. rather than it just being me. It was like the Voodoo Woman. Um, so it would have been uh, missing a trick there. I could have done a comic book of her like backstory. <laughs> would have been you cool. can make a new character. You're, you're evolving. So what's your next persona going to be? You know? Yeah, I, w- I was talking about this with the with the guys that I'm um, doing this heavier project with. Um, we were kind of thinking about doing it like we, we've all got characters, um, mm-hmm. and kind of creating a bit of a backstory behind that. So yeah, we've got some some ideas buzzing around for that. I think that's going to be uh, that's going to be good fun. So comic book for that <laughs> yeah, I mean you could still incorporate the idea of the voodoo woman like she could be like what did the voodoo woman mean to you like was it kind of your 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 crazy dark side yeah I guess so well you could have that as like you know you might morph into the voodoo woman when you're feeling a certain way in the comic book I don't know. <laughs> I'm like writing it for you now <laughs> this is great this is a good idea like <laughs> oh god I I would want to see it anyway <laughs> then the video game in the video game yeah, oh, yeah. hell yeah <laughs> my mum and dad are watching this now they'll be like no Kim <laughs> sorry Kim's mum and dad <laughs> sorry for suggesting it I know sometimes family don't work so well together but who knows well they did uh, my mum and dad did a lot of artwork for for the voodoo blood stuff cool. uh, and they were they were absolutely brilliant because my mum's basically me she's like an older version of me so yeah like um, we really click creatively so when I've got an idea it's like she can see what's in my head and then she can turn it into a reality so that is so cool yeah she's she's ace shout out to uh, Donna J she's probably watching (laughs) (laughs) hello (laughs) I don't have a a drink to cheers to but uh (laughs) cheers (laughs) mum cool and like I feel like your mom was was very supportive of you during the summer as well and she was like you know letting your dog in and out of the room and bringing <laughs> water and like kind of like your little assistant when you needed her too which was kind of yeah. cool bless her yeah the like my mum my and um, stepdad watched like every single live stream it's like they could hear me in the other room anyway but they they watched every single one of them like um, I think it helped help them through as well you know help break up the week yeah um, it's it cool was, you know 
Nice, it was yeah. a really nice I really enjoyed it like I watched I watched most of them during the summer I it was like my routine was to pop on your um your um your live stream and uh tidy the sitting room oh <laughs> that was like my my little routine every Sunday oh brilliant that's so sweet yeah. there's been a lot of stories like that of people like yeah I always have I'll have my beer and my roast dinner and I'll sit and watch you or I'll, I'll tidy my kitchen and it's um you know, it, it's just really nice to hear that it's kind of, it's it's actually helped some people through. Uh, and it's, it's mm. definitely helped me through. That's why I started it, just to yeah. to keep some sanity. So yeah. Yeah. it's lovely to hear things like that. It makes it makes it all worth it, you yeah, know. Yeah, it does. It's, it's mad to think that, like, you could affect somebody so positively, like, you know, yeah. not you personally, but, like, just if I would be mad for me to think, like, God, it's mad that people, like, really, like, look forward to watching a live stream of mine or whatever, like, you know, it's kind of cool to have that effect on people. Yeah, and I'm sure you get that with these as well, like, with the with the podcasts and things, like, I mean, personally, I, I love watching podcasts, like, yeah. Joe Rogan, I'm obsessed yeah. with me too, Joe yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll just stick, stick it on, like, as I'm falling to sleep or when I'm doing my makeup, and it just mm-hmm. helps me, like, you know not listen to my own thoughts <laughs> yeah but he's but, so interesting because he like he gets on all kinds of guests and like the conversation can go anyway and like often oftentimes you learn a lot about politics and religion and history and like so many things you know because he gets really interesting guests on so yeah like the the ones with like scientists and things and it's mm. not usually something that I would like be gravitated towards but I've just gotten I've gotten so into it like since uh since watching Rogan like uh, history and and things like that mm-hmm. yeah he's, he's absolutely he's brilliant and the way that he, he speaks to people as well mm-hmm. like, yeah it's great yeah great. yeah he he is and like I don't know like it seems I noticed over the summer like lots of people started doing podcasts and podcasts and stuff and you know some people were like oh god is there too many of them I'm like I don't think so like I'm always looking for a new podcast to listen to and yeah. I feel like everybody has a different like we talk to many people in life all the time and we have interesting people conversations with many people all the time so I don't think there's ever going to be too many podcasts like we're we're going to have different conversations with every person that we talk to you know and it's I think it's people will see themselves in you and they'll be like oh, I relate to that or yeah you know or they'll might they might learn something from it they might go or they might be inspired by it you know which which is a big thing for me is like finding people to be inspired by you know yeah actually I, I would say you even inspired me in a way to start doing this oh thank you oh that's definitely brilliant. really yeah, yeah wow. honestly because I only started doing it in in August mm-hmm. and I was like she can do it I can do it too <laughs> oh yeah well well done for for setting it up like it's it's great like it's it's such an interesting thing to just get two people chatting and and see what comes out like um yeah and it inspires me watching a lot of the Joe Rogans and things so yeah, good, good on you for for doing it. It's class. It so class. maybe you could tell us like about your your experience with songwriting. Songwriting, yeah. Gosh, I mean, I've got a love hate relationship with songwriting. I think. <laughs> how does it go? Like, how do you start a song? Like, what inspires you to write? I mean, it could be it could be anything. I mean, it's usually what's going on in my life, like at that particular time. You know, as as a lot of people, I guess, write about, um, it's an escape for me. Like if I'm feeling, usually when I'm feeling down, I'll write good yeah. songs. If I'm happy, like I, I struggle to to write anything. So actually, like the, the lockdown's been great for for feeling because <laughs> I've been a bit like, this is naff. I'm gonna write a song. Yeah. Um, which many I guess, people say that. 
yeah some of the best art i think comes from from like a, a place of, of places mm-hmm. yeah it really does um like I, I don't know I just I seem to write when I'm I'm sad even if it's not a sad song it's like my therapy like it makes me feel it's cathartic yeah mm-hmm. well wow, that's a great word yeah <laughs> yeah I love that word too <laughs> <Very good. coughs> excuse me <coughs> sorry guys for coughing um but like when did you first start songwriting like when did you know that that's what you kind of wanted to get into it was um it was in school um and in school I I I didn't have a great time in school to be honest I really didn't enjoy it mm-hmm. um, I got picked on quite a lot um mm. I was I was quite ill in school as well um because I got picked on um I, oh, okay I ended up yeah. like I, I stopped eating um mm-hmm. and then I was diagnosed with anorexia Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I didn't have a good time in school at all. Um, and during like lunch and things, um, on my you know lunch breaks, everyone would be sat in the canteen, and I was like, I've got no one to sit with. Like I didn't, I literally mm-hmm. had no friends. Um, so I used to go into the the music room, um, and just pick up a guitar. Uh, and I guess like I, I just started because I'd already played a little bit of guitar mm-hmm. um, and I'd sang a bit because of the musical theatre stuff um, and that's when I started like, like writing my own music. Um, yeah. So it's escape, it's always been like a, a coping mechanism for me really. Mm. Like, School can be a very mean place, you know. I had, a, I had a similar experience just with like, you know, I remember in like first and second year, um, I was I went I came into school with a group of girls I was in primary school with but mm-hmm. one of them kind of was a bit of a ringleader and at lunchtime they used to like hide on me like they wouldn't ah oh, that's so tight yeah so I actually ate my lunch in the bathroom sometimes like on my own and then you. did you have that too literally oh my god <laughs> we would have been <laughs> we could have eaten our lunch yeah. together <laughs> it's so sad like it sounds like kind of made up like it's seen like you know an American teen movie or something but like yeah. it happens you know and um you, you know often like people like us in, in you know in music and creative people were sometimes we're a little bit different to other people so we don't always fit in wherever we are and people aren't always very accepting of that yeah you know, I'm so sorry fight. my phone was like going off loads so <laughs> you're silent because I've got I've got a really loud ringtone yeah um it's it's literally like it's a tough place for a lot of people um especially mm-hmm. if you're a little bit different to like people will, will pin down on that and um be like right she's a little bit different we can pick on her for this um yeah I guess that makes us who we are you mm-hmm. know and I speak to a lot of musicians that are like I've had I had a really tough time um in school uh I think it kind of pushes us I, I do think people who are musicians have that edge about them you know where maybe it seems like it yeah Yeah, it's like a lot you're probably the same like a lot of people I chat to would have had similar experiences and it's usually the kind of more creative people that don't necessarily always fit in you know and it's weird because like when I've seen lots of people actually who really come into themselves when they've left school when they yeah. realise that, like, that little bubble of people in school are, is not all that's in the world. There's other people out there like you and you just have to find them, you know? Yeah, literally, literally. Like, I I speak to so many people now and so many musicians. And I'm like, if you were in my school, we would have been friends. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's such a shame. But, like, when you're that small and that feels like your whole world, it's, um, it is difficult. And then you get out and you realise, oh, OK, there's a whole other world out there. 
the world like you know it's a, it's a big place um I don't have to stay here like yeah well so. when you left school what did, what did you do did you go straight into into college or did you take some time out or what, what did you know what you wanted to do um, I mean, I, I just went straight into into college, to be honest. And mm-hmm. I I was thinking to myself, I was like, I, I don't even want to do more education. I don't like this. But I just felt like that's what I had to do. That's what yeah. everyone else was doing. Tick the that's box. What, yeah, let's tick the box. Let's do that. Um, and then after I'd done college, uh, it was another box. OK, I'll go to university. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was then when I was in uni, um, I didn't actually finish my, my course Um I left I think it was like on my second year so you realize then oh, okay I don't actually need to do this this isn't mm-hmm. like the path like I have to go down because you feel like you have to do that but there are other ways um so I just went on tour with uh, with my band then and we were just like well let's let's just try and make this work um yeah and we That's went amazing. off in a little van, a little like smelly van that we could barely afford. <laughs> oh my god, I love it! You just wear it down. <laughs> my mom used to make us sandwiches and like <laughs> that's all we eat all day. So cute. <laughs> did you go on tour in the UK or did you go abroad or like what was? How did you kind of get that going? Um, yeah, we, we to be honest, we just did the UK. We did Ireland as well, um, and we just. We just literally did whatever we could. Like we yeah. just said yes to everything, um, yeah. and we we just toured all the time. We also did like a, a blues band, um, so we had a, a residency doing like blues tunes, which was great. Um, a place called Bunny Jackson's in Manchester, which is great, great yeah. place. Uh, we got sacked for being too loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, love yeah. it! It's kind of rock and roll, though, right? It's it is like, kind of rock and roll. Kind of like, I'm going to boast about that. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, oh, we got sacked for being too loud, but <laughs> we were actually gutted because it, uh, yeah. it was a good gig. Um, but yeah, we, we just went for it. We, we just literally yeah. dived in and just tried to get to know as many people as possible, put ourselves out there, chatted to people, played gigs, uh, and it was, it was a great time. It yeah. Was of, yeah. You probably but, learned so much about yourself, you know, through that time and one thing I wanted to talk to you about was you were like a queen on the stage you were literally like old school rock <laughs> chick like you're so like exuberant and energetic and you you, you roll around the stage with a microphone like proper <laughs> rocking out like you know where does that come from um I don't I do not know <laughs> coffee <laughs> loads of coffee <laughs> <laughs> I just love it like literally when I'm when I'm on stage that is where I feel my my most self like that Mm -hmm. is where I'm like at home this is like this is where I'm meant to be I just love the crowd I love the energy I love the atmosphere and I just let go and I just don't care what people think of me and I just I just go for it Um, it's fearless yeah (laughs) I love that like I want everyone in that room to, to have a great time and when they can see someone on stage really enjoying themselves having a great time like they're gonna have a great time too you know that energy like resonates so um yeah I just try and, and give everyone like a, a a great performance and it's um it just means so much to me to be on stage like I, I just love it and I think we've all realized that now through lockdown like how mm-hmm. much we miss that as well um and miss yeah. people in a room full of people and it's um you know. different experience than singing into zoom or into your facebook live or whatever you know but it's i mean it's still it's great to have it you know it kind of keeps the pot from boiling over but it's yeah. still not quite the same 
it's not quite the same, but it's it's also like I think it's gotten a lot of us through it. Um, I do find it's kind of it hit like a bit of a plateau during the summer, um, and it's it's been tough to kind of build it back up again because I think yeah. people, you know, were just like, oh, now we want a live gig because it is it's different, you know. It's um, to be in a room full of people, you get that that atmosphere and everyone's mm. energy um like and it's still great over live streams but it's you know it, it's not the same it's it's never going to be exactly the same yeah uh, I normally like like we normally put it on like the live stream live it or what's the word stream it to the tv mm-hmm. and like put it up really loud and just like you know just yeah kind of <laughs> try and make it like a gig like we, we watch some like you know live um gigs and stuff as well just from YouTube, myself and my, my partner, and yeah. you know, we might have a drink or just you know dance around or just kind of oh, make it a bit sticky, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god, I know, yeah, yeah. But like, you just have to kind of it's like again, it's about being creative, you know, kind of invent a way to make it work. Yeah, you find ways of making things special as well, like that you know wouldn't usually you wouldn't be as grateful for I think it's like it's made a lot of people grateful for for the little things like that like um me and my family like we we got together um every Friday and did like a um a fake away where we make our own takeaway little things like that would never oh, use yeah. that. Love um, it. and just going doing things like going on walks and things like that and um it just makes you appreciate like the the, the little things um mm. I guess but I do think people are itching. <laughs> I can feel the tension building now. People are getting uh, getting bored. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like, I mean, I think a lot of us are realising that, like, I wouldn't be a very, like, touchy-feely person, but I'm kind of missing, like, not being able to stand close to somebody or, like, yeah. just even, like, to tip them on the shoulder. Or, like, this is, it's like, it's we need that human contact. contact. It's yeah. it's weird even for someone who isn't very touchy feely or kind of you know would really want people in their space too much, <laughs> but like yeah. it's weird. I think it's like a human need almost you know to it like is. need that in person react uh, interaction. I think that's why like we love gigs so much because it's just being with like a, your tribe and it's all yeah. people that are interested in the same kind of music as as you yeah. are and you really do connect even if you're not speaking to everyone in the room. There's still that that connection there and we do need it as humans like. We, we really do. Um, but- I was just thinking about um, like rock gigs in general. Like uh, I, I guess when I was younger, I did go to some rock gigs, but for, you know, a long time, I didn't really go to too many like metal gigs, but I feel like the energy at a metal gig is just something else. Like, and it made me just really love metal music because of the live atmosphere. It's just yeah. so, like the the people who go to those gigs are so they're like super fans they're like so passionate about the music and yeah. they're all like they're all friends like you know it's it's just such a, a lovely um environment to be in yeah it's amazing I don't know have you ever been to, to Bloodstock at all no no that that's a um, like a metal festival in the UK yeah um and it's that atmosphere where like you can make friends with with anyone around you mm-hmm. know it's that sort of vibe like festivals is another thing I was saying that like I'm missing out on <laughs> like yeah, oh my god I know I'm um, <laughs> I don't know if you watched it and you probably didn't because you're not you're not Irish but we like <laughs> late, late toy show is a huge thing in Ireland I don't know if you ever what, heard what of it? it 
no. The Late Late Toy Show. So it's like basically, so it's like a show on every, I think it's Friday night. Um, <laughs> and it's like Ryan Tuberty is the, the presenter, like, and he gets different people on. It's like a kind of a talk show. You mm-hmm. know, it wouldn't be the most amazing show in the world, but once a year they do a toy show and they put on this massive production and they fill the whole place with toys and they get loads oh, of kids wow. on to demo the toys and like there's like loads of like performances from like stage school kids and like little rockers and you know stuff like that and it's 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 so cool and like I still watch it because it's like reminds me of when <laughs> I was a kid like you know Aww. um but that was on last night and um there was one there was one part of it where like the presenter was like getting it he was coming out of a tent and there was another tent beside him with a little kid in it <laughs> and my boyfriend like screenshotted it and like like tagged it he was like so, I don't know what I'm really bad at like memes but he said something like um this is like the, the closest we're getting to a festival this year like <laughs> just one kid in a tent like <laughs> yeah like day three at uh, like let your picnic or bloodstock or whatever oh, like <laughs> literally like that's... I know it's like it kind of I don't know like going to festivals and gigs during the summer is just so nice like it's like it just I know kind of it's like a totally different thing to go into like an indoor gig, you know, during during like winter, autumn, winter time. So it's like I think everyone really missed that this year as well. Festivals are a whole different like ball game. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a like it's completely different. Like people just act different to to normal everyday life. Like everyone's friendlier, um, and it's they're just great. Like um, yeah. I would never camp at a festival again though after like my last experience. Oh That's God. The- I wouldn't do <laughs> can you share the experience or is it like <laughs> no, no it's not like that bad okay yeah, I'm just really I, I played Amplified Festival which is a great festival in Gloucestershire I believe mm-hmm. um and I'm I'm just really bad at putting up tents and my band wouldn't help me and I was like come on guys help me put on my tent they were like no you can do it yourself you know equality and all that you can do it <laughs> I was like okay yeah right I'll try um and put all my tent up thought I did an all right job tried my best um first night went to sleep woke up and there was just like because it was kind of near a bit of a foresty area and uh you know what happens at night in foresty areas yeah spiders (laughs) not not put the under layer up properly and my tent was just full absolutely full of these huge spiders <gasps> oh my god I um which... I'm so afraid of spiders like I'm <laughs> yeah. of them. like yeah. literally uh, sorry they're horrible <laughs> I don't like them either like I, I had my phone I just you know the way you aimlessly look through like Instagram stories and then I like left it left it on the chair it was, it was obviously still going through the stories and I yeah. and I just picked it up a, a couple of minutes later and just coincidentally on the screen there was a picture of like a huge spider and I like threw my phone across the screen it just made me such a fright I was like ah even though I knew it wasn't real it's just my brain straight away goes panic like it's those videos that they like on Facebook and stuff and it's just a nice normal video and then it's like a spider that jumps out at you I'm literally the same I'm like ah <laughs> across the room yeah it's um, so irrational like but it's like they're just horrible oh yeah, um, I remember like I went and slept in the van instead, uh, left the battery on and then like <laughs> drained the battery in the van and then the van oh, wouldn't Jesus. work. And it was like, I'm, I ain't camping. I ain't camping ever again. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of getting to that stage myself. I, I just find the campsites a little bit rough nowadays. So 
<laughs> yeah, I think I'm, I'm over that. Which but, is fun when you're young, but then yeah. like as I'm yeah. as I'm getting older, I'm like, oh, I like my comforts, I like my shower, nice beds, like I'll. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, when you're when you're young, you're up, you're part of the madness. But then, well, we are still young, right? But I'm still young. <laughs> I think you're are. a bit younger than me, right? <laughs> but um, what was your like? What memory do you have as your best like best experience performing life? Gosh, um, probably. I think I'd either say like download or the first time that I played Rebellion with Voodoo Blood, mm-hmm. um, which was at like a because we weren't really a metal band. We were more of like a bluesy rock, heavy bluesy kind rock of band. yeah, like a mix. Um, and our friend Eaton, um, who sadly passed away now, um, oh. yeah, which is which is really sad. Um, and he was he was always really supportive of us, mm-hmm. um, and he really believed in us. Um, and this gig, he was like, we'll put you on the lineup. People are going to love you. And we were like, we're not a, um, we're not a metal band. Mm. Someone pulled out, one of the headliners pulled out, um, and he let us play and, um, and people like went crazy for it. Um, after like a a day of like proper, like doom metal. And then we came on and just played some blues. Um, but, but people loved it. It was probably Um, a nice break. <laughs> yeah. Nice break from all the crazy loud screaming and all the rest, you know. Yeah, and it was. I just remember like the atmosphere was just. It was one of the best like things we've done. It was the room was was packed. Mm-hmm. Everyone was having a great time. It was an all day, so people have been drinking all day. Um, and yeah. flying farm. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that was just a lot of fun. Um, and that kind of gave us our our. our I'd say break, but it was on still on like a grassroots. It level. raised your status, kind of like on the scene. Yeah, it you know mm. it got people to to kind of know who we were. Um, but then, download festival like um, last year that was that was incredible as well. Um, yeah, and I wasn't sure what to expect really because I was like, people don't really know who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like, is anyone even going to be there? Um, but the tent was packed. It was packed out, um, which was which was mad. Um, my parents were like, we we struggled to get in because it was that busy. Okay, they were there. But That's so cool. Like, I didn't even know people knew who I was. <laughs> That's cool, um, though. You know, and I'd say like, it, I just think it's it's like you've just got such an impressive vo- voice, and then when you actually see you on stage, it's like it, it's like the full sensory kind of um, stimulation almost. You know, it's just it's so. <laughs> It's so impressive. So I'd say, like, even if people didn't know you, they would stick around to hear you singing because just like, not everyone can sing like you, you know. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet. Yeah, it was. Um, it was a lot of fun. Like, I, I, I do miss it. I miss playing on stages. Um, like, that's who I am. So I felt a little bit lost. I don't know if you've felt like the same. It's been a bit weird. It's like, who, who am I? <laughs> like, mm, identity crisis. <laughs> um but we will find a way I think like as as humans and as creatives especially like we always find a way through things like this um it'll it'll make us grow as musicians and write a lot of good music so when I do get back on that stage I'm gonna go bloody mental (laughs) absolutely (laughs) mental (laughs) oh my god I'd say like it's really hard to know what's going to happen like you know when things open back up like will they still have to have certain restrictions or will yeah. it just be crazy? Like, because people will want to like 
people will just be like flying to gigs everywhere like it's gonna be like it would be packed if there was no no restrictions oh yeah people be gagging for it like, <laughs> literally. Yeah. um but then it's like oh some people be scared still if there's like not a vaccine how is it gonna work when is it gonna be um i guess that's the the, the hard thing is the unknown of not knowing like okay mm-hmm. Here's the date where you can go back and do it. It's like, we, we don't have a clue. It could be at any point. So we've got to just keep keep going, I think. Like, keep uh, doing what we're doing and cracking on with things like this to yeah. keep us through. Um, and it's it's all we can do, you know? Mm-hmm. And are you, you're, you've been, have you been doing your live streams? I think I've seen you putting, sharing some since September, right? Yes, yeah, I'm going to get back onto them once my yeah. jet is uh, <laughs> is healed. Yeah. Um, I've been away for a couple of weeks. Um, and I, I don't think I'm, I was going to do one tomorrow. Um, but like I've been, I've been literally getting up at four o'clock because it's like a, a six hour time difference. I've been in Mexico mm-hmm. watching. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just realized that because we talked about it before, but I'm yeah. not here. Um, so yeah, I might do one in the week I think this week and just do a little like no hello I'm still here um, yeah give yourself a break like you know like I feel like you're so hardcore like doing it every week during the summer you know I don't know if I would have done it every week myself I don't know if I would have been as had the energy for it so fair play to you I have this thing though where like if I'm not doing something it's like there's like a voice in my head saying like you need to be doing something right now you're not doing anything you're not being productive go and do something like (laughs) I'm like oh I feel like I always yeah. have to be doing something or I'm like wasting time, which isn't good. <laughs> it's, it's good uh, and bad. It's like trying to get the balance right, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's all, everything is all about balance. It's all about yin and yang. So sometimes mm. it's like, you need to take that time to just relax. You need to do that. And I know I need to do that and let myself just chill. Because if you don't chill, mm-hmm. then you can't write the music and you can't perform. So um you yeah. need brain space to like allow the creativity to flow like you need some yeah. processing time you oh, know and if you push yourself too constantly and don't give yourself that time then it's like you don't get a chance to like recharge oh yeah definitely and like going to um to Mexico for a week and like I'd not written too much like I, I've been writing a bit but as soon as I got back it was like oh I've got so much inspiration now and, and mm. write about just for having a little bit of time off so yeah it's yeah, much it's, needed you know mm-hmm, definitely definitely um sometimes you need to just sit there and do nothing as well and like mm-hmm. not watch tv and not have any distractions and just sit down and, and think <laughs> and that's when the the best ideas I think like like come to you like I was yeah. sat, sat outside I'm in um I'm quarantining in mm-hmm. my man's house so like I, I spent a lot of time growing up here um which has been really inspiring for writing music as well you know about coming like back to your roots and ground yeah. so that's been that's been really musically inspiring I've already written a few songs so. that's so cool I can't wait to hear them it's, it's, it's just exciting that you're you know you're you're feeling so inspired and just it's like you have so many things kind of coming up in the works and you've been juggling a lot of things during the summer as well. Yeah, you know? literally. I'm just waiting to like kind of, it, I find it hard to just release stuff because it's like once you've created something, it's like my baby. It's like my, you know, my precious thing and I want it to be perfect before I put it out there. So I do mm-hmm. take my time on things and make sure things are right before I 
I release them onto the world. So, and do you like? I don't mean this in like a kind of a, an an arrogant way, but are you <laughs> like do you care what people think, or will you release it when you're happy with it and that's all that matters? I think it's yeah. I think it's more like when when I'm happy with it. Obviously, I want it to sound like a good standard, so mm-hmm. it's good coming out of people's speakers. But um, for me, it's more about like if I'm happy with it. Um, and I guess I've like in the past I've released a lot of stuff that I've not been a hundred percent happy with, and I've been like, mm, you know, that'll have to do. So the next stuff that I want to release, I want to be really proud of it. Um, because you're putting it out there, and it's out yeah. there forever. Then so. I yeah want it, I want it to be bob on <laughs> do you feel like do you feel like pressure do you feel like it's kind of like people are I'm waiting for you to release something I'm sure all your fans are as well so like do you do, does that feel does that pressurize you or does that kind of drive you on even more a little bit yeah um but I guess like the the stuff that I'm writing at the minute like the pop stuff it's very different to anything I've done before so I'm not even sure if my audience are gonna like it as yeah well. um mm-hmm so it's one of them it's like it it is what it is um and I'll still do the heavier stuff because I have this this heavier project on the go mm-hmm. that I'm sure um my fans will really like um but yeah I guess this is about kind of stepping into something new doing the pop thing anyway so if I'm happy with it then that's uh th- that's all I want to achieve from it really like I'm not yeah. doing it to be like I want to to be really successful with this I just want to get it out of my system because I love pop music and I love creating it so I might as well put it out there at some point (laughs) when it's ready I think it's like a really good time actually for you to change direction in a way because there's really been a shift in pop music over the last 10 years and it's kind of becoming much more eclectic yeah and you have you know you have artists like Miley Cyrus who are you know releasing albums inspired by the 80s and rock music and stuff like that and you have Billie Eilish who's inspired by jazz blues rock like everything and I think like the younger people especially are becoming more aware of the options now so I feel like it could be a really good thing once you just get a a break for like a a group of people to find your music I think it could be really like maybe like playing colleges or something like that could be a good place to start like you know I, I do feel like pop is the the new rock and roll. I really do. Like, if you look at all of these artists, like how, like, like as you said, Miley Cyrus, mm-hmm. um, Billie Eilish, Lady Gaga, they're so rock and roll. They're the most yeah. rock and roll. Um, and yeah, like it is about. I guess once you start something new, you have to build it up from scratch again, which is yeah. is what I'm gonna have to do. Um, and you know, I did all of that with the with the rock stuff, and I played colleges and um, played venues in front of two people. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> what you have to do, um, and it's going to be hard work. But yeah, I, I think like you've got to throw yourself into something that you're passionate about as well. You know, um, and pop music, like I I listen to it every day. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, who who are you listening to other other than Miley Cyrus at the moment? Ooh, should I get my Spotify? <laughs> yeah, I get it. I'm I just saying, someone asked me what I listen to and my mind goes blank. I'm like, no one. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> <laughs> Which is not true, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously Miley Cyrus, like um, Halsey. Love Halsey. Oh, yeah. yeah. Marina. Marina's great as well. Mm-hmm. Well, Marina and the Diamonds, but she's yeah. Marina. Um, There's a band called The Midnight um, and they're like, 
there seems to be this really like 80s revival going on they're like yeah um, like a really 80s sounding band i went to see them with my mom and dad actually because they're really big fans um they mm. see them um amazing band um they're not that big in the uk though yeah which is a shame because they're great um lana del rey lady yeah. gaga um ashniko grimes um Nicki minaj ariana grande like yeah it's yeah, such a mix <laughs> yeah i love like um like badass female singers really mm-hmm. that's um, that's my main cup of tea <laughs> they're your muse like oh yeah 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 like i love I just, it i love i love people like that who are just like unapologetically themselves and and just go for it like um like grimes she's great have you heard much grimes i haven't actually listened to her in maybe a year or two really but i i i used to really like her and i really love her style i think she's she's really cool like you know when she had all like the long ponytails and all the crazy plaits and like mad stuff in her hair yeah like just cool image like i love like when people kind of push the boundary a little bit with what they wear especially on stage you know it's like yeah you might if there's anywhere to do it it's on stage like have you heard of um hands of gretel at all yeah i actually have but again i haven't listened to them in a while because um she's she's got um lauren's got a new project called delilah bon that's where i know them from she's in that band is she yeah 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 because you were talking about her during the summer and she's um she's just like learned how to rap and it's amazing like she's just changed her whole whole thing because she used to like hands of gretel were like a like a punk rock band Mm -hmm. um and and she's amazing like I, i just love like her aesthetic her whole style and everything it's all so consistent yeah. um like fruit like she's just great she's if you're watching this like go go check her out because yeah uh, and she she's built all of that up herself she does it all herself she does all the recording all of the music videos all of the the pictures and merch it's all designed by her which is you know she really really inspires me wow. um like, like grimes does because mm-hmm. Grimes does everything herself and um she's done all of her music independent videos. Yeah, I love that. I just love that energy of people that just like just do it. You <laughs> just go out and think I don't need anyone else. else. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna do it. Um, uh, do what? I thought you were getting your guitar. I was like, you're gonna sing something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely. Like I gotta sing it. It's like here we go. Let me get it. <laughs> Gosh, no. I've had too much wine. <laughs> See some day can do yeah, that go ahead um some people can like go on stage after drink. drinks and i'm like no i'm rubbish i've, I've tried <laughs> yeah i'm the same i'm a li- total lightweight like <laughs> same i have a couple of glasses and I'm, I'm done but i used to go on stage and be like yeah that was amazing and i watch videos back and i'm like oh that's so bad i thought it was so good but it was because i've had a drink so yeah drinks before i play the the magic juice (laughs) and um like we were talking a little bit about like kind of like like image i suppose like um what image you present out there and do you see yourself kind of like changing your image to kind of suit the new style or do you think that you can easily morph in like do you think that the style you have now will will just work or (laughs) Like looking at like Miley Cyrus and she's making pop music, but the whole image is like that 80s rocker kind of mm-hmm. stuff, which is so cool. Like I, I love that. I love that she's kind of combining the two. So I do think that I'll um I'll 
keep my style and just change the the style of the music maybe mm-hmm. you know adjust it a little bit um but you know I, I don't think I could change my style now like this like I know what I like to wear and I know what I feel comfortable in so yeah I think I was I was I suppose I was thinking of like the way you had like this persona of the voodoo woman which yeah. obviously you don't wear day to day <laughs> and it I was very to, cool on stage I used to go shops with it <laughs> did you actually I yeah love I love it I'd sit on a train like with the full makeup on and like the feathers and everything and people would just be well no one would sit next to me so I guess that was good <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I love it yeah, yeah. well like, you mean you've got a cool style so you know Thank make you. it work you know <laughs> so do you <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I think you're like you're great on social media as well like you're you know you're really you really know how to take your phone photo and like you kind of know how to put cool outfits together and <laughs> like do you put much thought into that or is it just kind of happen like <laughs> I think like when you're creating a, a project or a brand or a band like it's got to be consistent on all levels like I like to think about like how the the imagery goes along with the music and how the social media and the persona and everything fits together um so I do think it's really important to keep up some sort of um consistency throughout it all um and I guess like yeah like I don't I don't overthink it I used to overthink Mm. like everything has to be the same color on the Instagram and (laughs) yeah I know I was the same Jesus we can be very we can be quite controlling over our own projects sometimes which can wreck people's heads but like yeah but that's I guess in the end that's kind of what made um the voodoo bloods fall apart because like you know I was trying to control it so Mm -hmm. much um so I guess from that I've learned to just let things be a little bit more um which has been tough because I like to be completely like you know Mm -hmm. in control like this is how it's going to be um but I've definitely learned sometimes you just need to to let things go um and just out as it is um but I do think it's cool like I enjoy the visual side of things just as much as enjoy the the music side of things yeah Yeah. do you find it like tiring to because you do a lot of um like stories on your Instagram and stuff like that and like for me it's taken me a long time to persuade myself to actually like put myself out there you know even though I don't do it as definitely not as often as you but I'm doing that a bit now but Mm -hmm. like I don't know if I could be doing it every day the way you're you're very committed to it like does that is that does that take does that drain you or does it energize you or you know how does it kind of affect you I don't know I like I I love it like I love I feel like I can connect with people mm-hmm. when I do that so when um I put something up and you know it gets like a, a couple of likes or and, and I know this is like <laughs> um if you've watched the um the social media dilemma on Netflix this is exactly what what they're talking about where yeah. it's actually addictive to do that in the end mm-hmm. like um I, I love putting things up and I love sharing with people um so it does come quite naturally I guess um but like even when I was in voodoo blood and things I'd be filming everything like I've got yeah. hundreds and hundreds of videos of us on my laptop like because I used to create like uh, little vlogs and things and everyone would be like god's sake Kim just like put your phone down just enjoy it for a minute I was like yeah no, I need to get it on camera um mm. so I, I've I've, st- I've actually stepped back from how intense it used to be like I yeah. would be filming all the time um but then when you're filming you don't actually enjoy the moment yeah well. you're not you're not shot, yeah so. I remember years ago 
I don't know what age I was, but it was a, it was a long time ago. <laughs> it was at least, God, it was probably ten to fifteen years ago at least. Yeah. At least, and I was at an Erica Badu gig in Vicker Street in Dublin. Do you know Erica Badu? I don't. Great, great name. Do you like um neo soul music? Neo soul, yes, yes. I think I you'd like her. Then she's she's very yeah. cool. She's a really really cool neo soul singer. Um, but I was at her gig and like I'd listened to like some of her albums before and I thought she was great but like she just blew me away like the energy at her live gig she just looked so cool her band looked so cool it was just like this huge had this really visual impact yeah and her voice was just so impressive and I remember I had like you know like the, the disposable cameras the ones that you click and then you get rid of <laughs> oh, it was back then like and I was like, click, 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 click. And my friend was like, she bought me the ticket for my birthday because she knew I loved her. She was like, Rebecca, just relax and enjoy the gig. You're not enjoy. You're just take, you're too busy taking pictures to actually, I'm like, oh my God, yeah. It took me a minute to like get myself together. But I was like, be in the moment, be present. And then every time you look back on the pictures, it's like, it's crap that. Like, because you stood in a crowd and there's loads of hands in the way. And it's like, I should have just enjoyed it because it doesn't even yeah. like good. <laughs> no, no. Anyway, a picture, you know, a picture doesn't say it all all like it's the, the real thing is what what really um inspires us yeah literally, literally but um we can I suppose wrap it up a little bit now um I don't want to take too much more of your time um but I, I really really am happy that you were able to come on and chat to me I was like super excited to chat to you about everything um yeah, it's been great thank you for having me on like it's um it's been an honor to to be here and speak to you like it's been it's been great so thank you <laughs> do you want to maybe like direct people like do you want somewhere people to like check out your music or videos or follow you somewhere or do you want to maybe say tell people about that stuff yeah sure so um people can follow me on facebook uh it's just kim janet um i've got a page on there and a fan group um i do all of my live shows through facebook um free live stream sunday which usually on a sunday is but not this sunday um I'm on YouTube as well. I've got a few music videos on YouTube um, and I'm quite active on Instagram too. <laughs> if you want to see my daft stories that we talked about, um, <laughs> it's Kim Janet Music on there. So it's it's all just Kim Janet. And if you do want to check out my old band Voodoo Blood, we're on Spotify too. Yeah, they're a really, really cool band. They're kind of like blues, rock, but like kind of slightly metal as well. Just, I loved your your description. It was like, blues on steroids or something like that was that what it was yeah <laughs> blues we used to that was our first um ep it was called anabolic blues oh so, so cool <laughs> well um i have added i've put some links to a couple of kim's more recent recordings and videos um in my link tree which is in my about section on facebook and in my just the link in the bio on, on instagram so you can check those things out as well. And if you're liking what you're seeing, maybe you might um, hit up her Patreon and she can uh, <laughs> she can produce more amazing content for you. <laughs> so, guys, thanks so much for tuning in, Kim. I'll just um, show you. There's a few people you might you might recognize. Phil and Perry, oh, Sean and Lee. a few people had left little messages underneath so you can check them out afterwards. But thanks oh, so much for yeah. coming over and checking it out. Um, and yeah, thanks so much, guys. And I'll see you again. And Kim, if you want to just hang on a sec, I'll, I'll like you have a debrief <laughs> and do it. Okay, I'm going to stop the, the recording now. Thanks so much, guys. See you next time.